From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the phone for the fans of Blue Blue Show, Dugout Podcast, man. Of course, our squad around Major League Baseball try to get into us as far as uh, our last episode before the holiday, before Labor Day weekend, and we'll be, we'll be back on, uh, not on Labor Day, but the following Monday to catch up on the baseball for the rest of September, right? Um, if you're talking about our team, you know, we're like I said, the Yankees, uh, we are a... Uh, Yankees first platform for the baseball. We cover everybody else when we can. And listen, man, I am a little worried. Um, of course, they're not playing the best of baseball. Uh, we've been saying that pretty much since the All Star break. And the thing about the games after this All Star break is just so up and down. Lack of clutch hitting. I mean, there's a lot of issues per se. You hear it week to week when you hear uh, the guys come on or the gal- guys and the gals come on. And we, we're just trying to hold the ground or hold the lead as much as we can. And then the fact that uh, it seems like it's slipping away a little bit. And I remember the conversation maybe two to three weeks ago on the, on, on a previous episode was the fact that we wanted to be at a certain cushion going into Labor Day, and I think we're already at that mark. And it goes to show, like, after you guys probably, by the time you guys get a hold of this episode, uh, we already had done played the, played the Angels, okay? The Angels are on the West Coast, so we're right recording right in between that game, or right before that game. And um, what happened in Oakland, I can't say I'm not surprised, but I am a little disappointed because the Yankees do this to you, right? I mean, for most teams, for most teams, this would be a very, very good season. Like, if you're any team in the AL Central for the most part, if you're like uh, Cleveland, Minnesota, Chicago, if you're if your team not named Houston, you could be the Angels, Seattle. Like, what you're doing, what the Yankees are doing right now up until this point, if you're any of those teams, you would think this is like, this is a great season where – you know the Yankee story where we we front ran, and I was the title of the episode last week was front running. You could see the the disappointment in the in, in the eyes of Yankee fans. They're worried. They're worried because they they're trying to get through the dog days of summer. It's a lot of injuries. It's a lot of inconsistent baseball. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Um, the pitching. And some of these starts has been up and down, up and down. You get some innings where, you know, Herman's going out there and he's he's actually giving you some length to his innings. And then you saw where like where Clark Schmidt comes in, you know, and not nothing against him, but you go into go with the guys you can go with, and he's in there for four and a third, and gives up like four runs to the lowly Athletics. And the thing about Lose. It felt like we lost the series, even though we split in Oakland. It felt like we lost the series because Oakland's such a terrible team, man. Nothing against the Athletics, but it is what it is. They're not a very good baseball team, but they play hard and they show effort. 
and the Yankees were sloppy. And defensively, they really lost the game Saturday because of it. Uh, defensively, not showing up on ground balls. And, and next thing you know, Oakland gets a game in extra innings, right? And then and then fast forward to Sunday uh, with the uh, with the, uh, the pitch and the Schmidt, and then the Yankees can't put on runs. Like, your first through, uh, the first four guys in your batting order was a whopping two for 16. Versus the lowly athletics. So we're going to talk about what is going on because I didn't buy any of the hype since the uh, two wins versus the Mets. I still think the Mets are a better team this year because of the start of pitching. Even if the Yankees had their arms, I, I believe in the, what they're doing. There's something about their energy, even losing, uh, even with the Mets losing those two games – Versus the Yankees, that really didn't mean nothing to me, and I think some, I think a lot of Yankee fans believe that too, and I'm with them. Uh, you got to string on these series wins, even beating up on the Athletics in the first game of the series, the first uh, four in Oakland. I didn't buy the hype. You know, the Yankees will kind of do that to you. They'll just bat around and knock in runs. But the really measure of a very good baseball team offensively is really what you do. With runners in scoring position, guys on base, and especially delivering with two outs with hits. And that's where the Yankees, that's where they kind of, you know, since the All-Star break especially, they have not excelled. And teams have inched back, climbed back. They don't fear them. And then, then here you are. You're splitting with the athletics. Now you got a series versus the Angels where the Angels are kind of an up-and-down team. But they're capable of winning a series. But the big thing is Tampa. That's where you got to watch out. Now, I'll, we'll talk about it towards the end of the episode when we get around Major League Baseball with all the other teams. But let's get through our Yankees first for the first 30-something minutes, and then we'll talk about – I got a, actually a good topic for later with the uh, with the story that was coming down the fight with um, with the, uh, the unionization of the minor league baseball. I think that's interesting. I definitely want to get the thoughts from the guys here because, you know, it's kind of across the board in all sports and all the other minor leagues with hockey and um, and, and basketball. And baseball taking a step in that direction with uh, going with the uh, the unions for the minor league players. Because you know, I think we've all heard the stories. And if you saw some of these documentaries in the past about major league baseball, not even major league baseball, minor league baseball players, uh, where they sleep and how they travel, or they're eating and the working conditions and the wages. You know, they're trying to unionize and they want to go up under the MLBPA. And why not? It means to make it official, man. Let's talk about it, man. Let's get to our team. And, of course, we got the games on the West Coast and then finish off in Tampa. And then also we'll talk about all these other games around Major League Baseball as uh, uh, last baseball episode before the holiday. Uh, Jimmy, say hello. How you doing? Just say a quick hello, and I see Carl. Let's get Carl on as well. How you doing, Jimmy? What's up? How you doing? Good, good, good man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, man. Okay, uh, cool. Hold it. Hold, hold tight. Hold tight. Shout outs to Jimmy and Carl, man. What's up, man? How's everything? Hey, things are going well, Steve. Things are going well, Jimmy. On my vacation right now, this is my my annual summer uh, uh, foray. So before the football season begins, but still keeping up here and there with the baseball. Uh, but besides that, everything else is well. Vacation is always a good thing, and that's a great thing. Uh, men and women 
old, young, whatever, get out and see the world, however you decompress from the normal struggles or the, the complications of life, get a reset and just get on a vacation. Amen to that, Carl. Amen. Definitely, man. Thank you, man. You didn't, you know, if it's your vacation, man, you didn't, you didn't, thank you for checking in, man, on your, on your vacay, man. Well, you, well, you know, I, I did this last year, right, right around the same time. So, you know, when you, when you get a little downtime here, it's like, all right, let me check in and see how things are going. And, you know, I don't get a chance to see this week. I probably won't get a chance to see – I think I'll only be able to see one of the games this week. So, so, so tonight might be the only night I'll be able to see baseball uh, the rest of the week. So, probably get it, get it out the way now. All right. Shout-out shout to Carl. We'll talk. And Jimmy, let's go. To, you say you're ready, Jimmy. So, um, what did you learn since the last time we talked? Did you buy the hype of winning those two games, very good games versus the Mets? But were you buying? Be honest, Jimmy. Did you buy the uh, the Kool Aid a little bit after we smoked Oakland that first game, and then uh, coming back and winning Friday? You thought we were going to sweep Oakland? You thought we were going to win the series? What are your thoughts, Jimmy? And then um, we'll go from there, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought that uh, you know, yeah, 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 you know the, you know the, the, the series against the Mets. I mean, I thought it was a good, I, I thought it was a good start, and I really, I really thought that we were going to, I really thought that we were going to take, you know, take, 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 take advantage of that, you know, especially, especially going into, uh, especially going into Oakland, you know, you know, you know, because Oakland. Oakland's a terrible baseball team, so like I, I, I thought like okay, you know we're gonna, we're, we're gonna go in there. I, I didn't, I didn't expect a sweep, you know. I, I, I didn't expect a sweep honestly, but I, I, I thought I thought we would play better, especially, especially Saturday, you know. But especially Saturday was Saturday was really like terrible because like we shouldn't we shouldn't have lost that game, yeah, you know. And 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 then you, then you know yesterday it was just a matter of. You know, can't score and run. So the, the the Yankees are the Yankees for me are like up and down. You know, we're we're an up and down baseball team right now. You know, sometimes sometimes we'll play really sometimes we'll play really well and play small ball, and then then like other times we'll just other times we'll just flat out you know you know you know we'll flat out just we'll, we'll flat out just stink a little bit. So you know yeah you know it's a it's a matter of getting the jitters out. You know. That's what we gotta do, you know. We gotta get the nervous things out. We gotta beat the teams that we we gotta beat the teams that we should that we should beat. You know, Oakland, Oakland is one of them. You know, as far as far as the Angels go, you know, they're an up and down they're an up and down team. So we we just have to we 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 just have we just have to score early and uh, you know you know score at least like score at least like three runs and we'll be good. You know. You know, against them. So, 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 so I mean, that's where that's where I'm at with that. So. Okay, shout out to Jimmy, man. Thank you so much on that. Uh, Carl, you said you watched one of the games, and I think I know your answer. But for the record, uh, your thoughts as far as uh, after we spoke last Monday, and um, you could say I guess you didn't buy the hype versus the Mets. It was more of a you know. A, lo- a bigger picture thing with the Yankees. What, what were your thoughts after two games versus the Mets, and then splitting versus the Athletics, and then what are your is- what are the issues you've seen over the weekend that you saw in limited uh, viewing? 
because you're on vacation. So on the Mets series, um, I, you know, the start by Montas um, was relatively well, um, though I don't know about anybody else, but the way that that game um, had sort of played out was very, very odd. Um, the, if you guys remember, there was that play by Torres uh, where the ball was hit to the gap and the runner was going to hold up at third base but Torres, for reasons known only to him, decided he was going to try to outrun uh, the base runner to second base. He missed the base runner and allowed the runner from third to score. Right. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> what is this? Like, what kind of baseball IQ is that? But that was that was awful. But you know, the way the Mets season was going, when that ninth inning happened, I think the guy, what was the guy's name? Was it Efros? Is that the guy's name? Or was it, or was it a different? No, it was one of the other gentlemen. He had pitched the eighth inning and was given the chance to pitch the ninth inning. Um, uh, I think it might have been Schmidt. Schmidt, my mistake. And he allowed the Mets to get the bases loaded. If you, if anyone's been watching the Mets season, the way it had been going, and anyone who's been watching like the last like sixty Yankee games, you kind of had a feeling that boy, it looked like this was going to really just be one of those games that the Mets pull out, like they've been pulling out all year. But luckily, you know, Peralta comes in, they get the the win, and and they were able to get the the two games out of that. Um, as far as the Oakland series goes, now I told you guys last week that I thought they were going to split this series, not because the Oakland A's are terrible, but that was a small part of the reason, but because I didn't believe that the Yankees were going to be able to score enough runs the way that they've been doing the last 50 games and would allow the games to be just close enough to be able to be stolen. And after the first two games, you would have thought the Oakland A's shouldn't even belong in the league. I mean, that, that, I, mean I don't know. That, those, I mean, that, that was terrible. But because the Yankees not, have that offensive efficiency where you're scoring five, six, seven runs a game and beating up bad teams the way you should be against a team like that. The fact that the game on the game I watched particularly was the game on Saturday, which I think was the 12 inning game, the one that they won three to two where they took the two nothing lead on the wild pitch. That game, even when they were going mm-hmm. into the bottom of the half, I, mean, I was like, wait, I was like, mm, this, like this. The way that that game was – I said, wait a second. The Yankees are not really going to win like this, are they? This is not really what's going to happen here. And then, as we saw, the A's tied the game one and then walked it off in the next inning. So, unfortunately, you know, that weekend, sadly, really, in a weekend that never should have gotten to that point, became a situation where you, you know, get two out of three. I mean, not two out of three, but two out of four instead of – I thought, let's be, let's, if we're really kind of just being honest here, you know, against a team like that, I, you can't really, I can't really negotiate giving Oakland one game. I'm sorry. I, I, just, I just can't. Not when, not, when, not when damn near 95% of the stadium was rooting for the Yankees. I mean, essentially, you know, I mean, the A's don't have anybody. They don't go, no, no A's fans go to the games now because the team has been tanking. And so, basically, if you watch that crowd, like I think when Judge hit that one home run, you would have – the way the, they showed that crowd shot where everybody was standing up, basically the second Judge hit the ball. Out of, out of the yard, that three-run home run. And basically, it was just, it was like the whole crowd was rooting for, the, for, for one team. I think Hicks got booed, <laughs> which, was, which was one of those interesting things. We have to get into that later. But, you know, that, that series cannot be negotiable. And, you know, coming up this week, these three games against, uh, against the Angels, you know, who, who knows? I think Otani's pitching Wednesday, if I have that correct. Uh, someone can check that. I don't know if he pitched on Saturday or if he pitched on Friday in Toronto. It was definitely Saturday. Which way, which, Saturday. Okay, so then they'll miss him in this yeah. series. So right. ideally, <laughs> ideally, quote, let's put that in quotation marks. This should be a two-win series. However, as we have seen, 
whoever the hell they, they pitched, that the Oakland A's pitched on, on Saturday, basically, it was what the Yankees, I think, sent up the minimum through the first nine innings of the game. So I guess it really doesn't matter. Um, and then the Tampa thing is looming. And that we've been talking, we talked about that last week on the program. Mm-hmm. This, you know, but as long as the Yankees, essentially, what's going to have to happen, the Yankees are going to have to play at a certain rate just to kind of hold Tampa off. I'm not sure that Toronto is going to get, is going to have that 20 and four stretch in them. I, I don't think it's going to happen. But Tampa can. And that's why I think if, if the Yankees are not careful here, but at the time, we, I, well, we're not going to be with each other next week. And that's the kind of the demarcation date that we mentioned, about five games. Let's, we're going to wait to see if the number gets to that. If it doesn't get to that, then I think the Yankees will hold on. But this weekend will tell us, at least those three games, will tell us a lot um, about where this September could or could not be headed. I totally understand and agree with that sentiment. Let me, uh, on a fan level uh, aspect, Carl, how, how we look at things as far as Yankee support on the road. Um, I This is probably the first time in a, in a minute where the Yankees, in, their, in every road series, they're probably going to have more fans at these stadiums than the, the opposing home team. <laughs> like you said, at Oakland, <laughs> at Anaheim, definitely in Tampa. Uh, they should have more Yankee fan support in all these games, especially on a holiday weekend in Tampa. They should definitely have that. And to your point, Carl, um, Otani did pitch Saturday. I looked at that closely because, again, I'm speaking from a fan perspective. He's probably the main one. He's definitely the number one guy right now on my list I want to see in person play. And I almost jumped the gun to go to the West Coast to see him uh, this week. Oh, had he been pitching this week? So I'm glad I kept tabs. Um, versus Toronto, and he pitched Saturday. That's how I knew. I said, okay, he's pitching this this game. I'm not going. I, I want to see Otani pitch. I, like that. Like that's, you know, just on the fan level, just some Babe Ruth shit. A guy that could pitch and pitch well and hit. You don't see that often. That's. You, I mean, it's, it's really rare. And um, it, to me, it would have been worth the trip to see that with my own two eyes, not on the TV, but with my own two eyes versus my own team. I I, I just wanted to save that. And all of your points, of course, are valid. Like Jimmy said, is uh, I think Jimmy wasn't really. I think he bought the Kool Aid a little bit the way, the way he kind of sounded off. But yeah, Tampa Bay. Uh, even though they did win big on Sunday, they did lose two out of three to Boston. But there was something in it that got them going versus poor teams. They beat up on the Angels before uh, before Boston, uh, winning. Uh, uh, I mean, they swept them and then beating the Royals three out of four. I think they're really I, – I think they're – I would say looking ahead, but they are ready for the Yankees. I mean, of course, they play so many times this year that nothing's going to phase them. Um, that lead in the AL East has is shrink. I think we – I thought we should have been up at least by nine by now. I think it's like seven and a half when I looked. And yeah. I, we have got – yeah, we got – we have got – it's easier said than done. They have got to get, they got to get runners in scoring position. They got to get these hits, man. They can't be leaving all these guys on base. And you mentioned Carl, uh, uh, Carl, you mentioned Aaron Hess. We got to talk about that and the other guys. Jimmy, I'll go back to you because I want to talk about uh, some of the guys that, about the horses, meaning uh, the middle relief uh, or guys we thought were going to come back down the stretch because this is the time of the year where I think they start, they should start to be coming back, meaning the Severinos. 
I think he had a, a, a he has a rehab start later this week. I saw I think Zach Britton, who was in Tampa or pitching in Tampa. I think he left the game with an injury. But uh, I mean that's not really somebody. I mean he's been, hasn't pitched all year, but we need arms bad. Um, Jimmy, I'll go back to you. I thought Herman and Tyon was actually okay. You know, especially Herman was pretty good this week. And, and you know Cole, you know gave us a good strong performance. But in this stretch of games, you know, like Carl said, man, if it's easy when you're beating up a team like the first game in the series and you're scoring a lot of runs. But when you need high-pressure moments, you need clutch hits, this is where they're not really delivering, man. And I see Yankee fans getting on Chapman, too, man. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that uh... – I I I think I think you know what you said about Domingo Herman. I mean I mean yeah this was this this was one of his this was one of his best outings in a while in a while you know I I I I really like the way he pitched you know he 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 kept he he kept us in the game you know and that's what that's what pitching that's what pitching is supposed to do um so 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 like I mean I mean but yeah but the big thing the big thing that the Yankees need to do is we 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 gotta get we 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 gotta we gotta get timely hits in big moments. You know you're not gonna win, you're not gonna always win a game like one you know one 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 nothing or two nothing. You, you know you got you gotta be able to you 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 gotta be able to be at least up like three you know three nothing three to one you know four to one like like you we gotta start having we gotta start having a comfortable comfortable leads especially. You know, against teams that, against teams that we should beat. You know, a team, you know, a team like the Angels. You know, because we don't have, because we're not, because we're not going to see Otani, we, we should, we we should, we should be able to pounce on them. You know, we have, we have the, we we have the firepower. We're cap- we're capable of it. We're just, we're we're just not, we're, we're just not showing, we're just not showing up when we need to. So, you know. That's gotta change, and you know, I think if we can, if we if we can take that momentum, I know it's easier said than done, but if we can take if we can take that momentum and bring it, and 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 bring it to the Tampa series, I mean, I, I know you know Tampa Tampa's on a roll and all that, but if, if we can if we can somehow bring that momentum over to that series, I mean, we 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 should be we we should we we should be in good shape because I mean. Focus now is we have to, we gotta try, we gotta try and keep this lead in the AL East. You know, as long as we, as long as long as long as we can. You know, we can't. Uh, I I I wanted I wanted to stay at like I wanted to stay at like you know, eight 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 or seven. You know, even even six will be okay. But you know, if we go down any further, if we go down any further than that, it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be really uh. It's going to be really cutting it close. So that's my that, that's my thoughts there. That's what we have to do. Do you think uh, Montez is going to be up for a good performance coming after that Mets uh, start, the last start versus the Mets? Do you mean it? You know, you think he'll give us like a good six innings or so, or close to six, uh, maybe uh, give up two runs, maybe three. Like, what are you expecting out of him versus Anaheim? Uh, uh, I I I think he's going to. I I think I think he's gonna give up two or three. You know, like every every pitch every pitcher gets 
every pitcher's going to give up runs. You know, it's just the nature, just the nature of the game. So, but the thing, the thing that we need to do is when he gives a, when when he gives up a run, our offense has to, our offense has to come right back. You know, you know the analogy I, the analogy I think about to bring it like, 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 like it's almost. It's almost like in football when you know your opposing when the opposing team scores a touchdown, you have to you 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 got you got you gotta have that mindset of like okay okay now I gotta I I I gotta get out there and I gotta I gotta score in some way even if it's just you even if it's a field goal at least I got points you know that's a, that that's basically what the Yankees have to do. I feel that I hear that I hear that. Carl, what about your thoughts um, with coming up against Anaheim? Uh, then you know, Frankie Montez has been getting it's, – it's really going to be that comparison for the rest of this year. I know Jordan mm-hmm. Montgomery had the bad start versus uh, the uh, the Braves on Friday, but that was like his first loss. But outside of that, since being traded, he's been fantastic for the Cardinals. But Montez actually did get a very – I guess he could say economical, good start versus a very good Mets team. Now you got him against – uh, uh, the Anaheim Angels, and what do you expect out of him? And then I know, you know, Gary Cole. I, it's, I'm, it's almost like we kind of, well, me personally, Carl. I, I, I've been very hard on Cole, and he still leads the league, the entire Major League Baseball in strikeouts. It's kind of weird that the way it works like that. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that, but he does. Uh, just, you know, what do we need to do to, you know? get on a winning path. I, it's not even just winning one or two games like the Mets. To me, if, if we would have played three games versus the Mets, I think they probably would have got one out of the three, even though we got the two. You know, I, It's hard to call a two-game sweep. I hate that that term, two-game sweep. That's two games. That's that's not three or four-game series or even five, you know? What do you think about Montez and, and, and Garrett Cole and their upcoming starts? And, and also just getting back to consistent winning baseball, What what's the mindset – a clutch hitting and what and bring up Aaron Hicks again because I think that's something I see Yankee fans killing him as well, man. Rightfully so. Him, Chapman, just out of it. What are your thoughts? So the the Chapman uh, thing that I saw yesterday about him going on the IL with a tattoo infection. You know what? And yeah. if, if if the Yankees had a terrible season, that like that'd be like the capper of like every like bad thing that would have happened. Like that situation. Well, you know what? I, now, you know now I think about it. Because the Yankees don't allow facial hair, the only other option you have is to ink yourself up with tattoos. So you know what? Hey, you read what you throw there. Um, hmm. As far as the series goes, um, I think Montas has made what, four starts since coming to the Yankees. Two have been good and two have been terrible. So like the St. Louis and the Toronto games are terrible, and the Red Sox and the Mets games are good. So I'm not – nobody's really – we don't really have a gauge as to what, like, a baseline level of performance of him actually is based on the sample size he's given us. So could he be as good as he was in those two starts that he had against the Red Sox and the Mets? Maybe. But could it be a situation much like what we saw against the Blue Jays and the, uh, and the Cardinals? Possibly. Well, well it's going to you know, the Angels, of course, don't have that same sort of heavy lineup. So you, it would be very surprising if, you know, a situation, you know, presents itself where he's not good. But, you know, when you've got guys like Trout and Otani in the lineup, along with Jared Walsh, you're always going to be in a situation where one bad mistake is going to is going to hurt you. But, you know what, Montas in his career has always done pretty well against uh, against the Angels. So one would expect a, a, a decent level of performance. Unfortunately, what has happened to the Yankees is that no matter how decent the performance has been, 
you know, he could give up, he can go six innings tonight, give up one run and leave the game at one, one. And then you're still in a situation where it's like, all right, are the Yankees going to score, you know, scratch out a run here tonight? Like, as we saw the last couple of nights, was it the last three games they've scored a total of four runs? You know, so that's the situation that you have. The other thing, the rest of the series, that Wednesday game where Cole is starting, you know, he's facing a guy in Sandoval who's been almost as good as Cole has been this year. Just that his his win-loss record has not been indicative of the way he has pitched. So be that, that game is very, that game is, I, I'd be very leery of that one right there. Um, the game that's coming up tomorrow, the guy that's starting for the Angels is only making a second start of the season. You would think that that would be the game where the Yankees can make something happen. Um, but as we have seen with the offense and their malaise. Wait, hold on one second. Yeah, I'll be right there. Oh, it's not there. Mm-hmm. No. I'll be, I'll be right. I'll be right down. I'll be. I'll be. Right. <laughs> oh no! No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all good. Um, but you know, that's the thing, you know, you're looking at for the, for the guys on offense to produce, but the problem is, as we talked about last week, like, who are these guys? You know, the Yankees basically rely on judges to hit home runs and somebody else and Stanton to, you know, put the ball into the gap, everybody else, uh, maybe they come through, maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty much how it's been the last 50 games. Right. Right. And, um, the, the, the point where, uh, I want to go back to the point what I was saying about Clark Schmidt, man. I, I hate the fact that they kind of used him as a job at Chamberlain. I mean, it was kind of like by default, you had to throw somebody out there and give us some uh, uh, relief inning starts. And I thought since coming back from the minors, man, he's actually given some good quality innings, and especially in the Mets uh, game with the three innings. Uh, they gave him no run support. So I say all this to say with Clark Schmidt, man. I hope they just keep him in the bullpen. He gives, he'll could give you like a good two to three innings, man. He'll eat up some innings for you, man. I thought he did an excellent job since coming back to the Yankees uh, on that. And, um, yeah, you know, Carl, that's a good point, man. And I think I said that on Twitter on Sunday uh, yeah, <laughs> with Steinbrenner, uh, George Steinbrenner. I mean, there was a reason why um, the Yankees always had that uh, – you had to shave your, you know, you had to cut your hair and shave your mustache, and you got to kind of look like it's almost militarious as far as everybody being in sync with a look, uh, cover up your tattoos and things of that nature. And like you said, Carl, it's just comical, man. Like what the Yankees kind of were as far as a professional baseball. I mean, they're still a professional baseball team, but you're on the IL now because of. Uh, tattoo, I guess you could say complications. It has nothing to do with baseball itself. It is, we need every yeah, honor we can get. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you, go ahead. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's, cra- yeah, it's crazy because, I, I mean, you know, that, and it, it, I'm, I've, someone, like, someone's going to have to, like, sort of explain to me now that we've sort of evolved, right? Like, you know, evolution has happened. Like, you know, the, the shaving the mustache off and having this sort of, like, attire, like, it does not, um, play a role in performance that that's been we've been able to debunk that so now that that is the is, is in play like what is the purpose of this like what are we trying to prove here like, i just don't understand you know my brother from Scotland, he grew up with even a little bit of a uh, of a beard with the cardinals i saw that the other night when he pitched against the cubs you know he you know he's got that you know little thing growing out there but you know 
it's 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 pointless this this policy. I, I just you know I, I just don't understand it. I'm sorry. No, no, it's cool. No, it's cool. I, I'm just saying, old school fans over the weekend on social media made it quite abundant. Like George would never allow this to happen. Of course he wouldn't. But uh, there was a lot of teams in the '80s where the Yankees were terrible, or they were mediocre. I would say they were terrible. They were just mediocre, just not as good as the Athletics or the AL East at the time with Toronto's. Uh, but See, the winning solves everything at the end of the day. And the Yankees have been up and down, up and down. And the Rolders Chapman has had a, to his standards, a subpar year. And it's kind of like when you're in the public image of a professional athlete and something like this happens. And, of course, with the Yankees' history with policy, I mean, it's just more, uh, you know, it's more ways to point the finger that, hey, man, you know, we need you. You, whatever you're doing with your body has nothing to do with baseball, and it's like the policies that we had with the older, with the old owner, this would had never happened, and which is rightfully so. It's just bad circumstance mixed with bad baseball. Because if the Yankees were winning, like this probably would be a non-issue per se. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this goes to show, man. Like we just we need everything, everybody we can get back. You know, Britain, he didn't even pitch all year. Uh, Chapman is going to be on the 15 day. Uh, DL. Uh, now Severino, I think, like I said earlier, I think he's uh, going to pitch in the uh, minors later in the weekend or whatever a, a start. Uh, I don't even know that what happened with Cortez's groin uh, from the Thursday game. I don't. I mean, guys are just dropping, man. And now we still haven't even seen. Um, uh, I know, have what Cash was still out. What's, that, what's your theory? Okay, I don't totally believe that Severino and Cortez are hurt. I think it? that what? No, 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 no. It's not being. It's not. They're not faking it. I think the Yankees, and we talked about this back in March and April. I think the Yankees knew that they had to figure out a way to restrict their innings. And when I heard Severino the other day say he's been perfectly fine for nearly a month, remember they put him on the sixty-day disabled list, and that mm-hmm. came as a shock to him, and he was angry. I think it was stories in the paper about that. And he, for whatever, and we, we were wondering back in April and May, you know, how are they going to get these guys to the finish line? Well, one way to do it is basically give them a couple of weeks' time off. And so in the Cortez start, if you remember, he didn't leave, with, he didn't leave the game with any injury. So how did all of a sudden he come up with a groin injury out of nowhere? So it's my belief that the Yankees are trying to, trying to while they have this, you know, sizable leads in the standing. Mm-hmm. Try to figure out ways to maneuver uh, the clock of the season to restrict their innings in such a way where they can get them for a later part of the season and then maximize their October output. That's my theory. I can, yeah, I can, I can understand that. Um, you know what? Honestly, if that if that's the way they wanted to go internally to use the system, put them on the I.L. and preserve them towards the later of the year where they could go into the playoffs. I'm cool with that, actually, whether the injuries are severe or not. Maybe some of them have some aches and pains. Maybe some of it was legit, but whatever. I understand that that logic and rationale because of the guys, the skill set, and what we have. The sizable lead is probably the reason why they can do this. So, you know what? That's actually – I'm okay with that. Um you know, we were talking about it offensively, uh, uh, Jimmy. Uh, 
with, you know, ever since Matt Carpenter with the foul off of his foot, you know, we kind of missed that little bit of the spark. I know he kind of struggled when he went back to St. Louis. But, uh, man, I mean, we're we're missing that too. Uh, that was a good part of the line that he was hitting well. Uh, and then, you know, of course, Stanton was out for a little bit as well. It's just got to get all these guys to come back together. That's what it comes down to. Um, we can t- tackle the Yankees towards the, the rest of this episode, but I got one. Uh, if, if anybody has their thoughts, I, I said this earlier as far as um, uh, the minor leagues. You know, I, 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 I'm a fan of minor league baseball. I like going to games when I can, the minor league baseball. It's just more of a smaller feel, of course. Uh, it's more community-wise. It's, uh, it's a good way to get out of the house for the day and just enjoy Baseball, but Jimmy, I said um, that, you know they're starting to have these reports that MLB, the MLBPA is going to try to unionize with uh, the minor league players. And I, oh, what are your thoughts on this, man? On this story, I know it's not really we don't really tackle minor league baseball, but it's kind of all related when it comes to all the players of all the teams. And what are your thoughts, man, as far as that direction with uh, baseball? I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, I think there, I, I, I think the, I think there's a good and bad side to it. I think that, you know, the good is that, the good is that, you know, the players are gonna, the, the players are gonna have like more access to like things, you know, you, you know, when travel is gonna, tra- travel is gonna be easier, you know. I think, I think, I think that's the good thing. But the, the only bad thing about, you know, you know, the, 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 the union thing is that, you know, I, I just hope, I just hope it don't get to a point where the, you know, the whole com. The, the the whole community thing the whole community thing like goes away and it becomes I I don't want minor league baseball to become like to to become like so expensive that nobody can go you know it's it's bad enough that it, it's bad enough that MLB is that you know already that way like we we don't we don't really need we don't really need minor league baseball like our our last resort of actually seeing you know per, you know you know going to a live game our our, our last resort of doing that to, 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 to be taken, so I mean that's my that that that's my thing. Like it's a, it's a it's a good it's a good thing in a way, but there's also a bad side, you know, a bad side to it. So so it's just gonna depend the way it goes. You know, that's a good point. I didn't even really think about that. As far as you know, that is true. Uh, families uh, going to these games all across the country, smaller circuits, very affordable. And it's a good time. I, you know, I never really thought, I didn't even think about the cost aspect and how that could be impacted. Because, you know, obviously if players want higher uh, – I mean, I'm all for that. You know, players getting better benefits and wages and how they travel. Um, I got to refresh my, um, uh, you know, because I, I remember watching stories about that a while ago, Carl on how minor league baseball players, and you hear the story from these guys, who they you know, where they slept and, you know, being on the buses and all this other stuff. What are your thoughts on this? If you heard some of the stories or just the thought process of uh, the unionization of um, uh, minor league baseball players? So I, I heard about the story, but I haven't delved too much into the details of it. But what I do know is that the, commissioner was asked by Congress, I think about a month ago, regarding the um, the incredible, let me I'll just put it in, in these terms, incredibly low wages of its minor league um, um, players. 
and the commissioner basically said he rejected the premise of the question. The implication in that answer was that he felt that minor league players were sufficiently quote-unquote compensated for their um, labor. Now, when you hear stories about you know, them only getting was fifty dollars of uh, of meal money. Um, folks having to kind of sleep on the, you know, however the living conditions are. You know, they're doing the bus thing to the, you know, to the town. You know, however the money, you know, what, however the money is, it, however they get the money. It's not a very, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's below minimum wage according to the estimates. So, if that is the case, then logic would say that they should be paid at a living wage to start with. And the question you would then ask on top of that is why are they not? The answer to that would be because the minor leagues are sort of used as a cottage industry where they're able to get away with this um, in somewhat of an illegal slash legal fashion as it stands right now. That if it were ever challenged, it would be overturned, very likely. So it's not the player's job to try to make the sport somewhat um, affordable for the public to consume. That's not their job. This is a labor issue. You can go into in the labor laws and you can you know, do the research on you know, why the minor leaguers have a case for this. Unfortunately, in the other sports, there is not the, the, the um, like for instance, in the NBA, there is not the same level of minor leagues as there is in Major League Baseball. The guys get drafted from, the, from college. They go right into the pros. That's about 90, I don't know what, 95% of them. The NFL uses college as their minor league system. On its own, that should be illegal, but that's what they do. The NHL, I could probably make a case for that as well, where that minor league system is a little bit funky. But baseball has used this sort of minor league system to their advantage to, you know, take in players who quote unquote have a dream and then suppress their wages in the fashion they do for as long as they can, you know, even up until they come into the league. I mean, there's, they have the rule right now where essentially players on earning power by keeping them in the minor leagues for as many as 15 days, just so you can get a year of service time out of them, you know, save, Mm -hmm. save on the back end. So there's all these different sort of tricks and tools of the trade that, you know, that in business that that is used by the the owner the 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 man that's used by management to sort of suppress labor costs. So that is one of the things that has to be examined when you're looking at the situation here. The minor league players are basically looking for a fair wage, and for whatever reason, and there's not been a good answer to this, the management side of this cannot really give you a good enough reason legally as to why they're not doing that right now. Yeah, it is um, very interesting. Um, these stories and tying it business-wise, like you're saying, Carl and, and Jimmy, uh, that is a good point. One on the one end, on the the, uh, the consumer end, as far as buying tickets, you're gonna have to up the prices. I mean, you, you have to get more revenue. But baseball has a gang of revenue. We talked about this at the beginning of the season with these TV deals. And now a lot of these baseball teams are independently. Oh, I know they have affiliations: single A, double A, triple A. But yeah, some of the stuff I saw over the years, I remember I saw YouTube videos about, you know, they don't even eat, like, cooked food. Like, they're eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all day. And, like, a lot of the uh, insurances that that they have to pay out of pocket 
I mean, it literally drains their, their pretty much their, their pool of money. Uh, it's, I mean, they got clubhouse dues as well. Like, and I don't know if you guys knew, you know, it's like a fee just to be on the minor league club, just to support their dreams. I mean, I thought they could have been, I mean, this is a part of baseball where I thought they should have been clean this up. So this is something I wanted to bring to you guys' attention. And, uh, and, 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 and really, uh, with the, the travel that they do, I mean, Carl, you brought it up as well. Like hockey, hockey, hockey's kind of they're in better. I think they have way better playing conditions on the on on these other circuits, the OHL, the AHL, and all these uh, after the under seventeen, eighteen year old leagues. They have a better system, and the G League has come a long way with the NBA or the G League on a standalone as like a minor the the, the official minor league basketball circuit. Uh, good gym, good, uh, you know, you know the sales. The guys make decent salaries. Yeah, I, but the thing about that also, there's far and fewer. Not not excuses. I'm just saying they can accommodate more of those teams because it's far and fewer than the baseball. It's a million single A, double A, triple A teams. And man, I hope you know, to be quite honest with you, man. I hope they get what they need, man, because they. I think they. A lot of these players play for years under the minor leagues, and a lot of them don't make it, you know? Like, you got to play some serious dues to, you know, to make it out of the, the minor league circuit. Um, thank you for your guys' thoughts on that, man. If you guys have any additional thoughts, feel free, um, you know, you know, so these players can get their, uh, you know, better monies, more money, better benefits, of course, health benefits, and definitely better working conditions, I, I would think, mostly uh, in the clubhouse, the hotel, or the motels, uh, buses, things of that nature, man. Uh, Jimmy, uh, uh, go, we could go around for final thoughts, man. Um, you know, I I thought Cleveland. I was paying attention to Cleveland even since the White Sox series last weekend. I think one of those games were rained out. They had a nice win on Friday. What really impressed me, Jimmy, uh, Cleveland. I, you, you can speak on any team. I was just I'm just picking Cleveland out of one because their battle with tw- with the Twins in the Central, where they had a nice uh, two game wins in San Diego, and then went to Seattle. And I think they had, there was a little bit of a letdown. Not to get, nothing against Cleveland on that. Seattle's been playing very good baseball. I just wanted to pick out the Guardians and the Twins, who, you know, you know, they had a nice sweep on the San Francisco Giants over the weekend. But they actually, to me, I thought they had a letdown versus Houston in Houston, uh, the series before that. But, Jimmy, uh, final thoughts, if any. Uh, take your time. Um the, our team, the Yankees, the major, you know, with the uh, the minor league baseball, anything around baseball in general, and then we'll go to Carl, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, well, well, as far as far as, as far as around baseball goes, I mean, I mean, the team, the, the team that I, the team that I like to focus on, even though, even, even, even though they're in national league, I mean, you you gotta give props to what the Phillies are doing, man. Like they're they're just they're just finding ways to win, you know what they're. With all their young guys, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I mean, so they they could really they could really make some noise down the stretch, you know. I'm not saying that they're gonna. I'm not saying that they're gonna they're gonna catch the Mets or the Braves, but you know, you know, man, I I think, I think you know anybody that's in the National League, you know, if they come, if they come across them on a good day, they they will watch out. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Rob Thompson, what he's done, what what he's done. What he's done since taking over the Phil, I mean the Phillies, Phillies before them were terrible, and then you know like he, he he's just taking them and turn all these young these young fellows around. So I I gotta give props to them. You know as far as the uh, 
as far as the Yankees go, man, we we just have to uh, we we just have to find we we just have to find ways to you know you know win consistent you know especially against especially against Anna you know especially against Angels of Anaheim and um, you know I know Tampa's not I know Tampa's not going to be easy but you know we have to find some way to we have to find some way to pull it out because you know you know how we do against how we do against Tampa and you know Toronto and everybody else in our division those those are the games that those are the games that truly matter to me you know if we can if we if we can win those series or split those series, you know, we'll we'll be we'll be in we'll be in good shape. So, uh, you know, this was a really this was a really fun episode to be a part of. I I always enjoy it, and um, I I hope you guys have a good I hope you guys have a good Labor Day. You know, whatever you guys plan plan to do, and um, let's go Yankees, man. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to Jimmy. Thank you, man, and, and definitely reconvene with you in two weeks. Well, actually, did I say two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Uh, definitely uh, not Monday, uh, Labor Day, but the weekend after that, or the or Monday after that. Shout out to Jimmy, man. Thank you very much, and hopefully your Yankees make the right turn on this road trip. And Carl, final thoughts, man. Thank you for checking in on your on your vacay. Uh, who's your? Do uh, you have an AL? Well, I think the AL is a lot. What about NL? What about uh, NL MVP? Do you have one or anybody on that side of the baseball that, you know, you've been following? And your final thoughts, Yankees, the minor league baseball, any other team you want to discuss on your final thoughts as we wrap up? You know, probably Goldschmidt from St. Louis. Um, I'd have to see him. I think <laughs> early in the month he was in that triple crown discussion for the National League. I don't know since, you know, early August. I, I'm sure he's keeping pace uh, in, regards to, in regards to his numbers. But, you know, that turnaround by the Cardinals, since the All-Star break, I think they're like 20, I think it's 29 and 10 or something like that. I mean, they're, they're going to win the division now. They're up by nearly seven games on Milwaukee. So they've they've done a tremendous job, and they'll be a force uh, potentially in that first round of the playoffs. I think they, they might even take out L.A. I think that might be what is, is potentially uh, on the horizon, despite the Dodgers' record. Uh, thinking of anything else throughout the league, the White Sox, I mean, they're, they're I mean, Jesus, they, they, they got swept at home by, by the Diamondbacks. They're like two games under 500. They're six games out of first place. Like the fact that they're going to allow this season to to just you know just crumble the way it's been crumbling since the beginning of the year is just awful. Uh, it never should have happened this way. And it's a you know they've they've had these chances when the, the Cubs have been down in the city to be able to sort of be a a a you know a drawing factor to the folks, and they always seem to just come up short like this. And so unfortunately for them, it's just, you know, just one of those, you know, sad years for them. And they'll just have to come back and try it again next year with somebody else or, or do something with that roster. I don't know what exactly they're going to be able to do, but you know, they're, they're in some major trouble right now. And that's pretty much it. You know, throughout the late, the Orioles are keeping pace still. And that's on the front. Everybody else, you know, the like half of the national league sticks. I don't even know what to make of that. But, you know, so we'll see you guys in two weeks. And, uh, of course, good time as always. Shout-outs to Carl, man. Thank you very much. I agree with you. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, batting-wise, he's, like, up there in home runs. He's a good, very good hitter, especially at his uh, middle age, what, 34, 35, or whatever it is right now with him. The Cardinals have been playing very well, man. Um uh, you, yeah, that's another thing. That was the, the fun thing about how all these teams are kind of been – in and out, 
even though with the Rays, I said earlier, losing two out of three, they did pick on the Angels, they did pick on the Royals, but uh, the longest winning streaks in the league right now is the Twins, <laughs> the Diamondbacks, and I, I can't remember who was the third team. I think it was those two. It was just those two with, with, with three. I mean, nobody's really pouring it, pouring it on. I think everybody's just trying to set up after Labor Day to try to go on some sort of final stretch to either get, get, uh, gain some separation from teams chasing them or really making an impact in the wild card. Um, yeah, man, a lot of this stuff is up and down, man. Uh, I mean, right now, the Dodgers should be really be chilling. I mean, they got almost a 20-game lead on San Diego. That's disgusting, man. I, I mean, their run differential is like like almost – it seems like 100 more than the second-place Yankees when it comes to run, run differential. It's just – it's crazy. I hope they get clipped off. The problem is, is – um. They have such a good lineup. Adding Freddie Freeman to that lineup and Mookie, Mookie Betts is still hitting home runs. And they still they got injuries, and they're still not missing a beat, man. Uh, very good team. I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. Let's want to do it. I think the Mets – you know what? Carl, let me ask you this real quick and then we, we get off. You know, who knows what these teams are going to be in 30 days by the, t- in t- you know, the time at the end of the regular season. I'm talking about Mets and Dodgers. Who do you who would you like in a short series if they were to meet like in the playoffs or something? Dodgers Mets. Just throwing that out there. What are your thoughts? Oh, maybe he's, maybe he's gone. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll ask him the question. Oh, oh, oh what happened? Uh, I was I'm just here. throwing the question that you know the Dodgers are just smoking teams, right? What if, like, let's say 30 days, playoffs, whatever, Mets run into the Dodgers? How do you think that would go? You know, if guys get their bodies back, Mets on the Mets side and the Dodgers. Well, there's a big issue right now with them because Bueller just went for Tommy John surgery and Gonsolin is now mm-hmm. hurt as well. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. You know, Kershaw, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if he even came back from his injury yet. So even though the Dodgers are winning games, you know, Long term in a five game playoff series with their pitching the way it's currently constructed, you know, I could, it's not inconceivable if they get taken out by you know by one of these teams here. I mean, a team like the Mets, they could they could really disrupt things because of that starting pitcher. They, I mean, you could throw Scherzer in the ground. You you could go to war with anybody. I mean that that is the beauty of this, right? Because. You you may have this this dominant record and you may be winning all these games, but if you're not set up versus teams like the you know with elite starting pitcher, man, you could get knocked off in a five gamer, man. I, I appreciate your thoughts on that. Shout out to Jimmy. We'll be back in two weeks, man. Enjoy your off vacation. Enjoy Labor Day weekend here. Uh, the dugout podcast, uh, our squad, and around uh, MLB. Sound so, ladies and gentlemen. Bleep. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.